Blog Talk Radio. This is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Wiglet, Jiglet, what a race! Always be Mickey on the outside. Always be Mickey. They're off and it is on. And betting line has taken the lead. Two, two, boom! You're tuned in to Harness Racing's Fastest 90 Minutes Post Time with Mike and Mike, with co-host Mike Carter. Believe in the spirit? Do you believe in miracles? And Mike Bozen. Smoking Gun Shaman Hall production. Smoking Gun is flying. Here comes Smoking Gun. I don't know! That just happened! We are just one week away from the first live remote of 2017 at Western Fair in the Molson Pace. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by that America Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich and Mike. The 2017 live remote schedule kicks off at Western Fair next Friday, and it's going to be an exciting time, that's for sure. Yeah, certainly can't wait. As a matter of fact, we're going to start talking about the Molson Pace, one of the horses that are going to make the journey up there. Night Pro, our good friend Dale Decker, is going to join us. But I'll tell you what, Night Pro is an amazing story. We talked a little bit about Night Pro last week, Mike. I remember when I was at Hazel Park, when Night Pro was just getting started, I used to call this horse. And uh, let me tell you, I knew then that this horse was going to be something special and that uh, Dale Decker is stuck with him. And this horse has just turned out to be unbelievable and he's making his way up North of the border, Mike. So we're going to talk to Dale Decker. And speaking of that, Mike, we're also going to have the director of racing at Western fair, Greg Blanchard. He's going to be joining us and he's going to talk about what Western fair is doing to prepare for the big event coming up on Friday night, Mike, we haven't determined the time yet. We're still uh, going back and forth a little bit on the time. We're going to be on the air, but uh, we're going to release that uh, definitely within the next day or two. So uh, follow us on our website and uh, keep an eye on us on Facebook and Twitter, because we'll let everybody know what's going on uh, very, very quickly. Yeah, it's either going to be a two or two and a half hour show. We're still kind of shaping up the details and uh, with the post time schedule that we received yesterday. So stay tuned to uh, all of our social media outlets. We'll definitely be letting you know what time we'll be on. Come by and see us at the table. Myself, Jessica Otten and Garnett Barnsdale will be there uh, to uh, greet everybody. And Mike, we're going to give away an Aaron Merriman whip uh, that we uh, that we got when you were here in Cleveland, actually. And uh, wow. we're going to be giving that away on uh, on Molson Pace Night. And, uh, you know, it's going to be for those who are in attendance. So if you're listening and you listen from Canada, make sure you stop by our table. We're going to be in the grandstand uh, at Western Fair, um, you know, doing the show. And, Mike, I'm actually going to be on the pregame show with uh, Shannon Sugar Doyle. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the promotion that Ben America has with yep. uh, Western Fair. We'll talk about that when uh, Greg Blanchard comes on. But, Mike, we've also got a lot of other big things coming on. I'm not going to let you self-promote yourself. I'm going to help promote it for you. We've got some exclusive, <laughs> exclusive, exclusive stuff here. The $150,000 Betsy Ross, the Maxi Lee, and the Ben Stafford Jr. Invitational races are coming up at Harris, Philadelphia. 
And, Mike, we are going to be the first ones to announce the invitees for those three big races. That's right. Do you hear this, Mike? Do you hear that? Yeah. Those are – that is the field. Those are the fields right there. And I, along with uh, Race Secretary Joe Osher and Assistant Race Secretary Rob Pennington, perhaps are the only three people that know the list of invitees uh, for the big three races coming up next Sunday. And we are going to announce them exclusively right here on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America a little bit later on in the show. Plus, we've got trainer Aaron Lambert. He's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. Aaron is the trainer of the fantastic three-year-old Philly Pacer, Agent Q, who got a little bit of revenge as her and some woman somewhere hooked up uh, in a Breeders' Crown rematch. Both of them making their 2017 debut here at Harris Philly last week in the Pennsylvania Sire Stakes race, Mike. And we have to talk to Aaron. Now, we've talked to Nick Surick about the photo that lasted forever last year at the Breeders' Crown because we were there and we had the, you know, the play-by-play, if you will. But uh, we haven't gotten Aaron's take on the photo that seemingly never ended. So we'll have to get his take on that, plus his uh, take on how Agent Q opened up the 2017 meet. Who else we got, Mike? We've got Joanne Looney King. Speaking of debuts, how about the debut of the Wonder from Down Under? Chris and me, the uh, one-time... Australasia Horse of the Year made about two and a half million dollars down under. Made his long-awaited North American debut just a couple of days ago last Sunday here at Harris, Philadelphia, and looked phenomenal. One fifty-one in a winning effort. Uh, she's going to be joining us to uh, talk about Chris and me. Who else we got? Gabe Pruitt's we here Gabe as well. Pruitt. I think yeah. everybody's here. Mike. everybody. Yeah. Listen, we got a star-studded show uh, for for everybody. We got a little bit of everything. We've got stakes action. We've got uh, comeback stories in Night Pro. We've got uh, a fantastic filly to talk about. We've got a horse from down under. Mike, we got a little bit of everything. We're actually going to talk to Adam Lambert about Agent Q. When we come back from this commercial break, you've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standardbreds the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations. Racehorse Adoption Program. Here at The Stable, our mission is to provide fair market for owners of yearlings while giving investors the most informative way to purchase all of or part of a horse. The Stable will cater to all budgets by having an open fractional buying market and a flat rate billing system. At the stable, we aim to minimize the risk in buying and maximize the benefit of selling. Visit thestable.ca or give Anthony McDonald a call at 519 400 
519-400-4263. That's 519-400-4263. It's the stable.ca. Consider who we are. According to the 2010 equine census, we are 28,340 people with 81,000 horses on 16,040 properties that comprise 587,000 acres. Our assets are $5.6 billion. Our direct operating expenses are $363 million. And our economic impact has never been accurately measured, but is in the billions. We are every breed and every discipline in the horse world, and we are the place where many of those disciplines began in these United States. We are the Maryland Horse Council. For more information, visit mdhorsecouncil.org. That's mdhorsecouncil.org. With Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. I was going to say post Mike.com, but that's our website. If you want to log on and follow us, we got a jam packed show today. Also, it is going to be our first running aces segment with track announcer Darren Gagne. Up a little bit later on in the show, aces is getting set to start a couple of days away. Opening day in the beautiful track, soda. So, we're going to have Darren Gagne talk a little bit about it'll be our first the, uh, running weekly. About the racetrack, is kind of like we have here, so we'll hear from a little bit later on. Things first, it's time to bring trainer Aaron Lambert, trainer of the fantastic three-year-old Philly Pacer race. Aaron, how are you, my friend? Very good, Mark. And how? Uh, first, before we get into debut, and I thought it was fantastic in Pennsylvania action to the races here, kind of a little bit of in some moments somewhere. Uh, for the Breeders' last year, but photo that lasted forever. Can you take us back through that photo and uh, kind of what was going on in the, the minutes and the hours that thing seemed to last? Yeah, I know it was terrible. Uh, actually, you know, a bunch of people said to me in the paddock, oh, you know, you, you got up, you won, you won. And the longer it went on, I thought, oh, well, it's got to be a dead heat. And then, uh, yeah, it was a bit... Uh, Bit of a tough blow there to see that photo, you know. We just needed one more step and we get it done. But uh, she raced, you know, she raced unreal. We couldn't have asked for much more from her. So that was the main thing. Tell us a little bit about the debut. Uh, 2017, you made a three-year-old Philly debut in Pennsylvania Sabres action last week. Uh, a little bit of revenge moments somewhere. What are your thoughts? First of all, how she went through the off uh how she uh, through the winter months. Yeah, she's come back real good. You know, trained down terrific. Uh, you know, all the qualifiers are really good. Uh, uh, you know, I know the, the last one there, she, she got beat, but, um, you know, she's just looking after herself. We made a couple of equipment changes after that, and, you know, I was really happy with the way she, when she seen daylight there the other day, she really exploded and hit the line good, you know. What makes her tick, Cash? What? 
talk to us a little bit about what makes her tick. Uh, you know, she's got a very strong closing kick and a very strong uh, final quarter, but she can race from on the lead. She can race from off the pace. What makes her so versatile? She just has got a great attitude. You know, she she loves to race. You know, she um, she, she'll leave out good. She'll sit in a hole good. You know, she'll come first up and. And every start she had, uh, she's trying to get to the wire first. You know, she uh, she she loves to race and she loves to take something down. Now, Aaron, have you guys kind of mapped out a stake schedule so far? I know you guys um, are in, were in the Pennsylvania Sire Stakes uh, in her last start, and then she's going to the list for at Yonkers. Uh, do you have some sort of game plan picked out for you thus far? Yeah, we've got a bit of a schedule there, and. You know, hopefully she stays down and, and healthy all year, and we can just uh, you know keep the plan there. But yeah, you know, the main things we've got the the fan hand over there next month. Hopefully that'll be a nice one. Uh, we've got the Breeders' Crown later on the year, and you know Sire Stakes in between that, and there's another couple of races that uh, we'll try and uh, just keep us down and keep her healthy and get to all them bigger ones, you know. Yeah, definitely. Now, we, of course, we talked about Agent Q, uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, what you have in the barn, uh, Aaron. Is there any other uh, horses that maybe we should watch out for? Uh, I would have told you Uncle Ben. He, he won yesterday at uh, Chester. He actually had a couple of issues there his last start. His work was really good going into his yesterday. And he came out and win. Uh, apart from that, you know, I've just got a few race horses, uh, and we've got seven two-year-olds. Five that are gonna that'll probably uh, qualify here next month. A couple of them go okay. We've got a trotting filly goes okay. The pacing fillies are going along good, and one pacing colt goes good too. All right, Aaron. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking time out of your busy morning, and uh, good luck in the Lismore coming up uh, this weekend and the rest of the year with Ethan Q. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. All right, that was Aaron Lambert, the trainer of Agent Q. And, Mike, i got to tell you, she, the amount of power that she had um, back in the Breeders' Crown was absolutely phenomenal. Um, she raced fantastic. And the photo that lasted forever, uh, it kind of reminded me of the Breeders' Cup turf where there was a three-way photo uh, Mike in the uh, Breeders' Cup turf, and uh, there was a two-way dead heat. It was the first one that they had ever had, so uh, it was uh, it was definitely interesting. That's for sure. All right, I think we lost uh, Mike Bozich. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, you've got post time with Mike and Mike. We're going to have Dale Decker on the show. We'll be back in just a little bit. A great finish in the face! Stonebridge Terror and won the West! Legends will be born. Third time the charm for Foiled Again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Foiled Again, clear vision, three across to the wire, Foiled Again! Foiled Again appears to have done it! History will be made. Deep stretch lead for State Treasurer. State Treasurer's gonna win it. Foiled again. A pennant out of her State Treasurer. History in the Molson pace. Or none of the above. Evening of pleasure in Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson pace shocker. That just happened. 
catch the Molson Pace live on Post Time with Mike and Mike.com Friday, May 26th, or on demand on the Bet America Radio Network. Time to show them if you got them. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich, and we will be road tripping next Friday to the Molson Pace at Western Fair. We're joined now by Director of Racing Operations, Greg Blanchard. Greg, it's certainly a, uh, a pleasure to have you on, buddy. Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be here. Hope hope you can hear me okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you sound great. Uh, Greg, let's talk a little bit about the Molson Pace. Um, we're going to get into our Western our, our Western Fair Bet America promotion here in just a little bit, but how is the reshaping up so far? Oh, fantastic. Uh, we have, have seven confirmed uh, at this point, and uh, we're just going to watch things this weekend and, and finalize that last spot. Um, Confederation Cup is happening just down the road at Flamborough down, so there's a chance we, we might get a starter um, from that, and then we'll keep our eyes uh, on some of the other races around North America. But the seven we have, I would say, pound for pound, as good or maybe maybe the best field in terms of quality and depth that we've had for the Molson Pace. So very, very happy with what we've gotten so far. Now, Greg, uh, you used to call uh, the Molson Pace, and uh, one thing about uh, the Molson Pace is it's kind of eluded a few people. Uh, Foiled again, it took him a couple of tries. Uh, Mark McDonald has taken him a couple of tries. This is kind of like the Daytona 500 of uh, of, of harness racing, it seems like. Yeah, you're you're right. It seems to be all or nothing. Uh, There are some folks that have been a little bit snake-bitten in the race. They've been back several times and for for one reason or another haven't been able to win and then there are others who've had tremendous success you mentioned foiled again uh, took him a, a couple of attempts and then finally he broke through and won back to back and then uh, right after that state treasurer in fact uh, won three in a row and uh, including the year that he made the break at the start and that remarkable comeback to win and and keep that win streak intact. So, uh, yeah, there, there seems to be some some uh, interesting storylines every year. And uh, one thing as well I, I've noticed as I look back over the replays of the race, with the exception of uh, one of Foiled Again's victories, mostly it's a, a very close, dramatic finish, and, and that's what you always hope for in a race like this. Now, last year we had some drama in Evening of Pleasure, uh, providing a pretty massive upset uh, over Sunfire Blue Chip and Mark McDonald. And, you know, the race features some very good storylines this year. Of course, Evening of Pleasure is trying to uh, return to uh, potentially uh, potentially knock off uh, the rest of the field. But Night Pro, a couple of years back, came to Western Fair and... Uh, you know, Dale Decker has spent uh, some time bringing him back, so it's uh, it's it's a race full of storylines, and that's a uh, that's a pretty good thing because there's a lot of feel good stories in it. Exactly, and w- with the the invitational format 
Um, we have the luxury of, uh, you know, sort of eyeing up horses, picking out the, the storylines that, that we think will play out well, the horses that we think will will suit the track and, and uh, provide us with the, the best race possible. So, yeah, a couple of years back, Night Pro was a horse that uh, turned up on our radar. Uh, I've always loved this horse. Uh, he's, he's as honest as they come. He's a flashy-looking individual and, and ultra-talented. And uh, I think a great story, a guy, uh, Dale Decker, uh, I believe it's his only horse or, or one of only a, a couple that Dale has, really nice guy. And um, so he's been his bread and butter horse. So it was great to see him here a couple of years back. Uh, Dale said he wasn't right at the top of his game on that occasion. So I think it's wonderful to see him have a chance to come back and uh, maybe as good as, as he's ever been coming into the race. And that's the case for, for several in here. You've got the, the old veteran Clear Vision. We just uh, nailed him down yesterday, uh, 11 years old. Uh, again, a bit of a resurgence for him this year. Uh, he's uh, finished a close second in this race before, two foiled again, and almost $3 million on his card. A bit of a legend was a horse that I, I was eyeing up last year, really wanted to, to get him this year, and so happy that uh, Pete Tritton, the trainer, has opted to, to come here with him. And, uh, of course, you know, the local defending champion, uh, even in a pleasure, just to name a few. So uh, I think there's a, there's some great storylines, some great human interest stories, but uh, more than that, a very competitive field where, on paper, uh, until the post-position draw comes out, I can't really come up with a clear-cut favorite at this point in time. Now, Greg, you guys are going to have a lot of great promotions uh, going on on Molson Pace Night. We will be out there doing our show live. I'm also uh, you know, working with Shannon uh, Sugar Doyle on a couple of things. But uh, you guys are going to have some great promotions, and we also have a Bet America promotion that we're going to be doing uh, in conjunction with the Molson Pace. Talk to us a little bit about what's going on on uh, Molson Pace Night. Well, uh, again, fantastic to have you guys joining us. Uh, we think that's going to uh, certainly add a lot to the to the event and the exposure we get across North America. And teaming with Bet America is uh, is fantastic as well. Uh, the Canadian uh, ADW HPI Horse Player Interactive or or HPI Bet as it's known now, uh, we'll have a, a promotion with them as well, uh, and uh, also the grand finale of. Uh, contest that we run weekly throughout the year called Survivor Tuesday. So all of the winners from that are going to be back in a grand finale playing for a $500 deposit into their account. Uh, but we really try and we try and ramp up the on-track experience that night. We have a lot happening from the time people arrive. Uh, we'll have guest horses out front. Uh, we usually have a big eight-foot cake in the lobby uh, to greet people uh, when they come in uh, you know try and create a bit of a party atmosphere outside on the patio uh, you know beer bins and some music uh, we'll have a live uh, DJ from a local country station on hand uh, a local country artist who's uh, really uh, making it big on the country scene his name's Eric Etheridge he's got a hit on the radio now I'm not sure if you've heard it or not but uh, he, he's a name you're going to hear from if you're into country music and he'll be doing our national anthem that night uh, we've got scratch and win programs 2500 prizes to be won there t-shirt tosses uh, the wanna ride team is here so people can uh, take a ride behind a horse in a double seater jog cart that night as well, and uh, lots of other prizes, contests, and, and lots happening throughout the night. So should be a lot of fun on track. And, um, you know, we think it's a, a traditionally a very good betting card as well. 
and um, I think that's no exception this year. We uh, we ramp up the guarantees on our pick fours. The early one will be guaranteed at ten thousand. The late one that night at fifteen thousand. We added uh, an extra super high five wager as well. So, um, you know, we we try to offer something for everybody that night. Well, Greg, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. One thing about it, I cannot wait to get out there and have some fun at the Molson Pace. This is going to be my first trip to Western Fair, and uh, you know I'm ex- looking forward to it. Uh, it's a fantastic facility, and I can't wait to get out there and uh, celebrate with you guys. Fantastic. We're we're looking forward to having you guys, and um, we're really looking forward to the to the added coverage as well. All right, Greg. Well, we'll see you next Friday, and uh, we can't wait to get out there. We appreciate you coming on this morning. All right. See you then. Thanks, guys. All right. That was Greg Blanchard, the Director of Racing Operations at Western Affair Raceway in London, Ontario. And, Mike, I think you're back. (laughs) Hello, Mike. (laughs) So nice of you to join us. Well, you know, I had to take a nap. You know, we have such a busy show today, Mike. I had to, I had to snooze off and take a nap for a few minutes, but uh, we're back in action now, and I feel refreshed, and uh, I hope my connection's a little better. By the way, if anybody wants to buy a computer, look me up on eBay, $5 after the show. <laughs> well, listen, Mike, uh, speaking of Greg Blanchard and Western Fair, we are going to be live on the Molson Pace Night next Friday. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Myself, Garnett Barnsdale, and Jessica Otten are going to be at uh, at Western Fair. And Mike's going to be in the post time with Mike and Mike Studios. And, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, lots of fun stuff. Like I said, we're going to give away an Aaron Merriman uh, whip. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, some work with Shannon Sugar Doyle. And uh, I think, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll even let me uh, call a race or two. Well, that'd be uh, certainly a lot of fun. But, yeah, we certainly can't wait. It's going to be the first for an extensive remote schedule. We are certainly looking forward to it. We're also going to be at the Meadowlands. We're going to be at Hoosier Park, uh, maybe some other places. So, uh, listen, we're going to be uh, in style. We're going to be all over the country. And uh, who knows, we're going to be in other countries, too, like up in Canada. So it's going to be uh, just a great thing, Mike. We kind of dabbled with the remotes last year. We certainly enjoyed it. Got out to a few different racetracks. Got out to the Meadowlands. Got out to Yonkers. I know you had a chance to go to Hoosier Park, and uh, it's going to be – remotes are just a lot of fun. There's nothing like being out there in the action Mike. I mean we love our studio work but when you get out there it uh, adds a certain amount of adrenaline if you will Listen, and for those of you who have never seen our live remotes, who have never been to one of our, you know, live remotes, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. But we don't quit moving from the time we get there. Um, it is, uh, it's busy, it's fast paced, and Mike, that's what makes it so much fun is that you just don't stop moving from the time you get there to the time you leave. And you know, we enjoy interacting with people uh, at the Meadowlands. I, I remember people coming up to our table. You know, they wanted to shake our hands. You know, get a couple of pictures, whatever. But you know, it, it was. Uh, uh, it was just a lot of fun, and you know, I look forward to it this year. Uh, from what I understand, we're going to be in the grandstand, so we're going to be around people, and uh, people are going to come up. People are going to come say hello. Come, you know, come shake hands with uh, Garnett Barnsdale, and you're laughing over there. So you got some. Well, listen, sure. they're putting they're they're taking a very big chance putting us around people. Yeah, that's yeah, that's usually right. they usually they don't want us around people. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right, Mike. Well, we're going to take a uh, quick time out here. When we come back, what do you say we hit uh, one of the invitee races up when we come back from this time out? Sure. Sounds good. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. A great finish in the face. 
Stone Bridge Terror and won the West! Legends will be born. Third time the charm for Foiled Again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Foiled Again, clear vision, three across to the wire, Foiled Again! Foiled Again appears to have done it! History will be made. Deep stretch lead for State Treasurer. State Treasurer's gonna win it. Boy, and again, a punish out of a State Treasurer. History in the Molson pace. Or none of the above. Evening of pleasure in Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson pace shocker. That just happened. Catch the Molson Pace live on posttimewithmikeandmike.com Friday, May 26th, or on demand on the Bet America Radio Network. Time to show them if you got them. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward point state restrictions. In my hand, Mike Carter, I have the invitees for the 2017 Ben Stafford Jr. Memorial going for a purse of $150,000. Mike, it is one of three invitational races that will be held here at Harris, Philadelphia on Sunday, May 28th. And first of all, I want to thank everybody from Harris, Philadelphia, because this is exclusive. This is, this is hot news right here. Okay, this is uh, – nobody has this information, Mike. So – this is going to be heard for the very first time, okay? And make, we've got three invitation sure races, going, and we're going to start with the Ben Stafford. You ready, Mike? Make sure you go, uh, you know, a little bit slow. I'm tweeting it out here. I only have 107 characters left, so <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Now, once again, these are fairly subject to change because you know the race is still a week away and draw day is still a couple of days away, so things could change. But right now, here are the top eight invitees. For the $150,000 Ben Stafford Jr. Memorial. First, the Ron Burke trainee, the $2 million horse, all bets off. Winner of 24 races of 83 starts. As of press time, he's got two straight wins coming off of a winner's over win at Pocono in 151-1. Obviously, Mike, this horse is... Uh, been very, very solid throughout his career. He was actually going to go to stud, but uh, the ownership decided to race him at least one more year, so all bets off is in. Also in, Mike, is the 2015 Jerry Taylor uh, Invitational winner, which is technically the same race. It's great vintage. The Jimmy Tactor trainee uh, right now in press time is over a million dollars of earnings, 39 starts, absolutely loves Harris, Philadelphia, so great vintage is in. Another horse that is in, Mike, Jin's Shark. And this horse has gone on a complete rampage up north of the border. As of press time, he's won four straight, two in the preferred at Mohawk, including a 49-4 and effort 
three starts back. So Jin Shark is in for trainer Isaac Waxman. Next on the list, Missile J. And we remember this horse very well, Mike, went on a rampage in the George Morton Levy series. The third place finisher in the final in 151 and three, a race that was won by Keystone Velocity. Missile J is in. Another horse that we may not be too familiar with, Mike, but trainer Petrit is very high on a horse by the name of Moss Dale Connor. This is a horse that, as of press time, has two starts here in the States. Uh, and his first start was very impressive at Yonkers, coming from down under 151-3, and three, including a 27-4 and four close. And the very next start at Yonkers, in uh, up against the ranks just lower than the Open, he came home in 26-4 and four to win in 52-3. and three. So Mossdale Connor is in. A horse that the harness racing world is very familiar with, Rock and Roll World. This was a purchase at the sale. Uh, for uh, owners Tom Pollock and Jeffrey Colfer, uh, I believe it was about 125, or maybe a little bit more than 125. I think it might have been 150 or something. But Rock and Roll World is in. He's got the fastest mile of the season so far, Mike. 148 and three with a close at 26 and an invite at Hoosier Park. Rock and Roll World is in. Somewhere in LA is also in. Uh, off the uh, second-place finish in the Levy, a heartbreaking loss to Keystone Velocity. He was very good throughout the Levy series. He's coming off a win as of press time in uh, an open handicap at Yonkers, over a million dollars earned. And last but certainly not least, Christen Me. I call him the wonder from down under, made his stateside debut uh, back here last Sunday at Harris, Philadelphia, with a win in 151 and Chris and me made a very interesting debut Mike because he caused a recall in his very first uh, uh, parabutual race here in the state so those are the eight invitees obviously subject to change if one of these you know may get sick or may pull out then uh, there'll be another but uh, there it is right now the 2017 Ben Stafford Mike Listen, that is shaping up to be a fantastic race, and uh, it's going to be the night after the Molson Pace. And, Mike, I can't wait to uh, see what happens out there. This is a very loaded field. I was kind of looking up horses as you were uh, talking about them. And, Mike, you know, it's a bunch of speed, and, you know, I don't know that they'll hit the uh, 147-3 mark that Wiggle It Jiggle It uh, set last year, but, you know, who knows? Maybe Rock and Roll World will uh, show up with uh, a ton of pace early. Well, we'll find out. Right now, we've got trainer Joanne Looney King. Joanne, I don't know if you had any idea what kind of field you were going to face in the Ben Stafford, but uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's a real, real big field uh, <laughs> for sure. He's going to have to step up his game for sure. Uh, he did win in 51. Uh, it, you know, well, it, it was definitely a controlled drive. Uh, we don't want him to lose his mind. We thought he was the best. He win. He win right. But, uh, yeah, for sure, he's going to have to step it up, and, uh, well, we're hoping he can do it. Of course, Joanne Looney King, the trainer of Chris and me, uh, this is a horse that uh, I think really created a big buzz in the harness racing world because this horse has had so much success, probably one of the best ever uh, to come from uh, the Australia-New Zealand area, made about $2.5 million down there, uh, came here under the uh, – it was uh, purchased by uh, Richard Polucci, uh, who, of course, has some other horses with you, Joanne. Uh, let's talk a little bit about – uh, Chris and me's arrival into your stable first. When you got this horse, tell us kind of like your first impressions and uh, kind of how he started training for you in the off season. 
Uh, well, of course, uh, uh, when he jumped off the trailer after that long trip for what, from Singapore to Anchorage to New York uh, from New Zealand, uh, he just jumped off the trailer when he got here like he belonged here. Uh, he didn't have any stress in his trip. Uh, he's an old-timer. He just falls right into it. He came at a good time of year because I believe it's fall there, it's spring here. Unlike Nike Franco, who came with all that long hair, she came in the summer, it was winter, uh, he came with a nice slick coat. So he was, he was, you know, there was no weather change. He was ready to roll right into it. Unlike her, we didn't stop with him. We kept him going. And uh, that was the plan all along. <clears throat> it's a little different with the young ones sometimes, younger ones that come over. But uh, he's, uh, he went right into training. We kept him right into training. Uh, of course, he has his paddock. He goes out all the time. He, we like to make him think he's still on a farm somewhere in New Zealand when he's really in Delaware. But, uh, uh, yeah, he just fell right into it, uh, except uh, when he caused that recall. That was a little concerning. Um, and I, I know a lot of people got upset about the fact that they said you, you don't have recall or uh, a break behind the gate. But uh, what the recall was for, and I'm sure you already know, he interfered with the horse beside him. And then there's a recall. Uh, why he did that, uh, Jimmy did run out. Tend to get that Murphy blind off. He was taking it off anyway. He's raced with it. He raced with it there. They said he qualified with it. Who knows? Who knows? Uh all I know is that uh, I I knew Tim was in control and uh, I knew we were okay. So I I was uh, I was threatened, but uh, I knew it would be okay. We're joined by Joanne Looney King and Joanne, uh, talk to us a little bit about how you came up with uh, Chris and me. How did he uh, wind up in your stable? Well, you know we have Rich Pellucci for an owner. Uh, we've done well with Maestro Blue Chip. We've done well with all his horses. And uh, Rich wants his own boat. Uh, he buys his own horses. He finds these horses. Then he comes to us. What do you think? Tim checks a lot of things out with Tim Tietrick because Tim has been down there. He knows these horses. He has contacts. But basically, Rich Pellucci finds his horses. He deals for, it, for them. He gets them brought here. We pick them up, and we're the lucky ones. <laughs> they get delivered here. They're good horses, and... Uh, Rich is a great owner, and we're so grateful that he's giving us a chance to do well with some of the best horses maybe maybe in the world, uh, possibly the country. So uh, we're thrilled with Rich Pellucci. He's a great guy. He's a great guy, and he and his wife Donna have uh, chosen us to get their horses to the winner's circle, and we sure hope we can do that. Joanne, let's uh, talk a little bit about some of your other horses. First of all, Newborn Sassy. What a nice, very nice effort at Harrington uh, uh, the other day. You certainly have to be happy about that. Hey, from last to first, as Jack said, I was, I was, I, honestly, I was shocked. She uh, had hurt herself. She'd been out running around in the field, and that's what we do. We turn our horses out. We we like them to play. Sometimes they play too hard. So. We were kind of hoping to get her back together and back on the track. And uh, Kasia was – she didn't qualify. She qualified. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, what, what's this? And me and Nora Jimmy were happy with her qualifier, but she she knew she what she was doing. She was just going to go out there and win the next start. So uh, she staked to nothing. Uh, so uh, I don't really know what we're going to do. Uh, uh, she can possibly go to New York. She can possibly hit some 
mares opens around, but uh, we'll sure find something for her if she's good enough. Well, I'll tell you what, about a, on a handful of occasions since I've been watching harness racing, I remember horses coming from last to first at Harrington. That is certainly not an everyday <laughs> event there. But uh, let's, give every, let, let's give everybody a little bit of a teaser. We're not going to announce the Betsy Ross field yet, but we are going to say that Nike Franco Ooh. is one of the invitees. And uh, she obviously looked very good last time at Yonkers, 52-2, and two, the 27-2 and two close. Um, your thoughts on Nike Franco? How has uh, she been coming along? We have been so high on her from day one. We've loved her. Another horse that Rich bitched out, picked out, uh, you know, she just shows up. This great mare just shows up at the barn. Uh, we, we, you know, of course, she beat the boys last year at Dover. That's not an easy feat. When you're going out and you're beating boys in any class, <clears throat> that's a big deal. Of course, she goes up to the matchmaker. I, you know, I think I'm going to matchmaker this past, this past season. I'm going up there with perfect bags, and I'm going to go up with Nike Franco. I'm going to kill him, right? Uh, bags AFibbed, and Nike Franco first start comes back with 103 temperatures. So that was the end of that dream. <clears throat> you know, that's how that happens. When you're a trainer, you never know what <laughs> – well, you can make all the plans you want. So we bring her home, give her off again, try to get her healthy again, and we think she's healthy. We think she's really, really special. We think she's a good one. We – we think she's she's she. There, I think we think people are going to remember the name Nike Franco. That's going to be very interesting because as I look over this Betsy Ross field, we'll be announcing this field in a few minutes, so you might want to tune in after you hang up. But that is going to be a I very will. very interesting race, Joanne. Before we let you go, uh, last word on Chris and me. How good is this horse? Where where's the potential lie? Well, we're hoping that he can His hype shows up for sure. Uh, you, you know, I don't drive the horse. We, we train the horse here. Tim says he's smart. Tim says he can go a long way on the outside. He drove him. He loves him. Uh, we're looking for good things. We're looking for good things, Mike. And uh, I, I, I'm ho- we, we're doing we're doing all we can do at our end. He's uh, we're hoping he'll he'll do his part. Joanne, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Best of luck, uh, not only throughout the year, but certainly coming up uh, a week from Sunday with the three big invitationals here at Harris Philly. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you talking to me today. It's been a pleasure. All right. That was Joanne Looney King. And, uh, Mike, honestly, I uh, when you hear this Betsy Ross field, <laughs> you're going to just – I don't know what you're going to do, but this is one of the most fields – of mares that I have ever seen since I've uh, been around the sport of harness racing. Wow. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a big, bold statement. So that's uh that's pretty good. And listen, you're the one who gets to bring us the action, uh, you know, so that's a, that's going to be a lot of fun for you as well. Yeah, that's right. Maybe I'll call off sick and maybe we'll have to, maybe we'll have to give you a buzz. What do you think? Hey, listen, I'd be there in a heartbeat. You understand me? I would fly there. To, listen, I would jump on a plane that day from Western Fair and come down. All right. Well, we've got a lot more to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. We're still going to hear from our good friend Darren Gagne. It's uh, going to be the start of our weekly Running Aces segment, so you're going to want to stick around for that. Plus, Gabe Pruitt's going to be joining us. Dale Decker is uh, still on deck. Plus, we have... Two more races, the big invitationals coming up a week from Sunday at Harrow's Philadelphia, the Betsy Ross and the Maxie Lee, and we are going to announce 
the invitees, exclusive stuff here, Mike Carter, that we have on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have more on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Embroidery Unlimited is a premier provider of quality embroidery, screen printing, and promotional products. Our commitment to quality and pride in our work is second to none. We focus on quality and customer service. For all of your stable or business needs, Embroidery Unlimited is the number one provider in harness racing. Give Jim Winsky a call at 508-485-5522. That's 508-485-5522. Or visit them on the internet at EmbroideryUNL.com. That's EmbroideryUNL.com. Embroidery Unlimited. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment this Saturday as Always Dreaming attempts to capture the second jewel of the Triple Crown in the 142nd Preakness Stakes. Gates open at 9.30 a.m. with a Preakness post time of 6.48. Live Harness Racing kicks off at 7.15 p.m. You can also enter our annual Diamond Dig Contest where 10 lucky contestants get the chance to dig for diamond jewelry. For more information, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. Consider who we are. According to the 2010 Equine Census, we are 28,340 people with 81,000 horses on 16,040 properties that comprise 587,000 acres. Our assets are $5.6 billion. Our direct operating expenses are $363 million. And our economic impact has never been accurately measured, but is in the billions. We are every breed and every discipline in the horse world, and we are the place where many of those disciplines began in these United States. We are the Maryland Horse Council. For more information, visit mdhorsecouncil.org. That's mdhorsecouncil.org. Now at Bet America, every track is a bonus track. Earn rewards points for every wager you make on every track. We also offer more points for all exotic wagers. And don't forget about our weekly promos. Check our calendar to see how you can earn double points on featured tracks and races. Sign up for Bet America today to start earning points and get up to a $400 bonus with our new 200% deposit match. See our website for reward points, state restrictions. has the lead. Southwind Amazon in the pocket is second. Then comes looking for adventure. But it is Night Pro who has a wrapped up winner coming home to a big mile. Night Pro in 150 and 3. Southwind Amazon. All right, we're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich, and we're about to be joined by Dale Decker uh, with Night Pro. Um, I believe he just uh, dropped there. Uh, Mike Bozich, you still with us? Yeah, I think I think the stretch call scared him away. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, we hope to have Dale Decker back here in just a minute. Dale is the trainer of Night Pro, and Mike, uh, that call actually came from uh, December when there was a twenty mile an hour headwind 
a 20 mile an hour headwind. He come home in 27 and one, I believe it was 27 and two. It was unbelievable how fast, uh, how fast he came home that, or that evening. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks like Dale Duck is right back on. So let's uh, bring him in. Don't forget, still a lot to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. We're also going to talk to uh, Darren Gagne, Gabe Pruitt, still on deck. Plus, we've got two more invitationals uh, to announce the invitees of the big night coming up a week from Sunday at Harris, Philadelphia. But first, it's our good friend Dale Decker of Night Pro fame. Dale, how are you, sir? Uh, real good. And yourself? Doing fantastic. Well, Dale, tell us a little bit about Night Pro. You're making your way up north, uh, north of the border, going to head to the Molson Pace. But uh, give us a little history on Night Pro, because I think there's still a good portion of the harness racing community uh, that hasn't been introduced to this fine horse yet. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, his career started when he was three, um, did not race at two, and um, um, won the uh, – um, Indiana Gold Sire Stakes, and uh, at three also set a new track record, uh, 149 flat. Um, I believe he was the first three-year-old to break the 150 barrier at Hoosier Park. And since, um, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he's got the most sub-50 miles recorded in Hoosier Park history. And... um, then uh, um, when he was five, he had an injury, which sidelined him for upwards of a year and um, wasn't supposed to return as, as the horse that he was. Uh, but uh, with the help of my buddy from Omega Alpha and uh, program and uh, got him healthy and he came back actually stronger than he was. Now, Dale, the one thing I've noticed about Night Pro is just how strong uh, of a horse that he is. Uh, I, the stretch call that we played as we came back from that commercial break was from back in December. And I don't know if you remember, but there was a 15 to 20 mile an hour headwind. And he came home in twenty, a little over 27 seconds. It was just unbelievable uh, how fast he came home. What, uh, what makes him so fast and uh, versatile? Well, I, I mean, I think it um, got a lot of his mother's traits. Um, she was the same way, and uh, um, she actually set a world record at the Meadowlands, I believe, when she was five or six. And um, she she definitely passed that on. And, uh, you know, as well as I, you know, I, I think I think management had a little bit to do with it as well. He, he hasn't been over-raced, you know, in any of his years, uh, I think, 24 starts is the most he's had and uh he you know he 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 takes care of himself too so i think that's key now dale you come off of a second place effort in the invitational at hoosier park um to rock and roll world who is going to harris philadelphia uh next saturday now you go to the molson pace uh do you kind of have a schedule built up for night pro is uh maybe where he'll go from there yeah, after the Molson Pace, um, the Battle of Lake Erie is the, I believe, the following week, um, and then um, they'll have the like the Dam Patch coming up shortly thereafter at Hoosier Park. All right, Dale, uh, talk to us uh, one real quick about uh, about his injury. Um, you know, he raced in the Molson Pace and he kind of had some, uh, you know, tough starts. Uh, what exactly happened to Night Pro, and uh, what did it take to bring him back? 
Well, he had a, a tear in the, uh, the stifle area, um, and uh, it, it it seemed like, you know, after you know history that, you know, that had been bothering him sometime before that, um, you know, in training and, uh, you know, in the races before that, he'd been bearing the turns pretty good. And um, then, you know, finally it just went. Um, uh, rehab was basically stall rest for a couple months and, um, you know, about six months off, uh, like I say, with uh, with treatments for some, uh, you know, from Omega Alpha, the Sinuex Plus, I think played a big role in that. And, um, you know, just a slow return and um, came back strong. All right. Well, Dale, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Best of luck. We'll see you up there come Friday night as uh, you attempt to uh, go up north and conquer the Molson Pace, my friend. Best of luck to you. All right. Thank you for the time. All right, that was trainer Dale Decker of Night Pro, just a special horse, Mike, and uh, a horse that has uh, certainly overcome a lot to get where he is, and it's going to be very interesting to see uh, how he could, uh, you know, how he could. Whenever you get a horse with an injury, Mike, handling a half mile track can always be tough. So it's going to be interesting to see, and I know it's kind of past him now, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Night Pro gets over the half. Yeah, it will be. But, you know, the one thing about it, Mike, I've had a chance to call Night Pro a couple of times. And I got to tell you, man, he is just a spectacular looking horse. When he comes on the racetrack, he's a complete and total gentleman. And, uh, you know, he handles himself well. And, you know, when Ronnie asks him to go uh, at Northfield, he just goes. There's no stopping him. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and I got to tell you, I got, but I got to tell you, though, Mike, just a little tiny confession. I, right. for some reason, I just don't view Northfield as a half. I don't know why. I just, I just don't. I mean, I don't know if it's because of the banked turns, but, uh, you know, Western Fair is not as banked as, as Northfield Park. Northfield Park can be friendlier, I think, in terms of a half mile uh, being as friendly as can be to a horse, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it's almost like a NASCAR track with the bank turns. I mean, it definitely right. uh, it definitely uh, plays into it just a little bit. Well, Mike, coming up next is our good friend Gabe Pruitt. Uh, Gabe is the director of racing operations and track announcer at uh, Pompano Park. We've also got two more races that we need to announce, Maxie Lee and Betsy Ross. Those are all coming up on the backside of this commercial break. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Join Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment this Saturday as Always Dreaming attempts to capture the second jewel of the Triple Crown in the 142nd Preakness Stakes. Gates open at 9.30 a.m. with a Preakness post time of 6.48. Live Harness Racing kicks off at 7.15 p.m. You can also enter our annual Diamond Dig Contest where 10 lucky contestants get the chance to dig for diamond jewelry. For more information, visit PlayMeadowlands.com. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations. Racehorse Adoption Program. A great finish in the base! Stonebridge Terror and won the West! Legends will be born 
third time the charm for Foiled Again, and he's finally a Molson Pace champion. Foiled Again, clear vision, three across to the wire, Foiled Again! Foiled Again appears to have done it! History will be made. Deep stretch lead for State Treasurer. State Treasurer's gonna win it. Boy, and again, a pennant out of a State Treasurer. History in the Molson pace. Or none of the above. Evening of pleasure in Sylvan at 35 to 1 in a Molson pace shocker. That just happened. Catch the Molson Pace live on posttimewithmikeandmike.com Friday, May 26th, or on demand on the Bet America Radio Network. Time to show them if you got them. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. And uh, right now, before we get to Gabe Pruitt, as a matter of fact, we're going to bring Gabe in on this conversation because, Gabe, you're going to be uh, a part of the broadcast crew in the championship meet at the Meadowlands. So I'm sure you're going to see a lot of these trotters coming up that uh, we're going to be announced that are going to uh, participate in the Maxi League. How are you, Gabe? I'm doing well. Great to be with you guys. All right. Well, anyway, here we go. Mike, you got the tweet ready? Yeah, I've got it ready, uh, unlike the uh, Dodgers who can't seem to hit the ball. But go ahead. Wow. wow. Oh, boy. We couldn't start a Pruitt segment without some <laughs> kind of shot anyway. That's right. Here we go. All right, here we go. This is it. This is the first time. This is exclusive stuff. First time this is heard anywhere. The invitees for the 2017 Maxi Lee for age trotters going for a purse of $150,000. It will take place on Sunday, May 28th, right here at Harris, Philadelphia. And uh, in no particular order, we'll start with J.L. Cruz and how good J.L. Cruz has been over the years. The six-year-old has had two starts as of press time here in 2017, a third-place finish to resolve in the Cutler, and he's looking for his first win of the season, but he's knocking on the door of a million dollars. J.L. Cruz is in the Maxi Lee. Crazy Wow, the second-place finisher in the uh, Cutler as uh, he faced resolve and uh, led most of that mile, finished second to resolve, of course, is going to the elite lop. Crazy Wow, an earner of $1.5 million, is in the Maxi Lee. How about this one, Mike Carter? You're going to love this one because this is a horse that I've been watching for quite some time. Odds on Amethyst. And uh, I can't, I, I'd like to get uh, Garnett's uh, take on this horse because this horse has been on a roll. He's won eight in a row up north, most of those in the preferreds at Mohawk. Odds on Amethyst. Uh, for trainer Patrick Hudon and driver Patrick Hudon is in the Maxi Lee. Miladies Monet, another earner of over a million dollars, 44 career wins, has been hot so far in 2017, four of seven uh, so far in the win column. Uh, the eight-year-old trainee of Kevin McDermott is in the Maxi Lee. Charmed Life, who upset Hanalore Hanover in the Miami Valley Distaff back on the 7th, for trainer Renee Allard, another earner of over a million dollars, is in the Maxi Lee. Springbank Sam for trainer Pete Tritton, a horse that uh, has been racing very well in the open ranks at Yonkers, is in the Maxi Lee. Also, 
Taco Tuesday for trainer Andrew Harris and driver Jason Bartlett. Sources won three of his last four. He's been red, red hot. The four-year-old is a quickly emerging superstar trotter on the scene. Taco Tuesday is in the Maxi Lee. And uh, kind of an unknown factor. Kind of an unknown factor. Tuana Blue Rex. Gabe, you better get to know this horse very, very well. Because this horse is just looks unbelievable since coming stateside is two for two as of uh, press time and only had 16 starts for a five-year-old trotter a majority of them down under but tuana blue rex is in the maxi lee so charmed life crazy wow jl cruz Milady's monet odds on amethyst springback sam taco tuesday and tuana blue rex those are your horses right now. And, of course, that's subject to change if one of them gets sick or has to drop out. But there's your field for the Maxi Lee. Fellas? Sounds like a um, good betting race, Mike. That's my first thought right off the bat. So it sounds like a lot of sharp horses uh, that we've seen uh, in different jurisdictions. So it uh, sounds like it should be a great event. Uh, you know, depending on the uh, draw, of course, that's going to make uh, all the difference in the world. But I do agree with you uh, on the last the uh, T-Rex, uh, two for two. Uh, he's looked pretty vicious to this point. <laughs> that was something because when Holly was interviewing Andy Miller uh, last weekend on the Meadowlands feed, uh, they just called him T-Rex because that's kind of his, uh, you know. But uh, Tawana Blue Rex uh, making his invasion from overseas is going to be very interesting to see what uh, he can do against this fine group of trotters. Uh, and, of course, Mike needs to know how to spell Tawana Boo, so I'll just do it over the year instead of typing oh, it. It takes me an hour to do it. T, just call him T-Rex, Mike. Everybody knows him like T-Rex. T. Yeah, he's probably U- completely lost right now. T- I am. Very, yeah. T-U-O-N-O. B L U. Yeah, I would have ne- Tawana Blue. And Rex is R E X, Mike. Rex. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, there, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, see, I'm uh, over here on the Twitter, and you know, I, you know, that, uh, never. It no takes. Listen, it takes me an hour to write a tweet, and I, I could be saying Happy Birthday, so you don't want me on that thing. It'll take me two weeks to get that thing up. But oh. we've got one more uh, invitational to announce to Betsy Ross. That is a stacked field of mares, and that'll be coming up after the Pompano Park segment. So, uh, Mike, I'll turn you loose on our good friend Gabe Pruitt. Hey, listen, Gabe. Uh, you know we kind of made a crack at the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have been playing some uh, some good baseball. Well, they had up until the last uh, four or five days or so. Finally, got back on track uh, yesterday against uh, <laughs> the the hated Giants. But uh, that was Clayton Kershaw on the mound, so that was almost a uh, uh, you know what you would assume would be a, a good adding for us. But uh, yeah, we're playing okay. I think we can uh, hopefully get hot here soon and, uh, and and take over the West by the All Star break. All right, well, let's talk about the uh, Open One Handicap at Papado Park. It happened on Wednesday, and uh, Boley, uh, Gabe, come back and uh, really looked sharp, uh, was parked out to the first quarter, and then came first up at three quarters and uh, looked really sharp, closed home in 28-2, and two, and that's a uh, fast-closing little trotter you guys have down there. Solid trotter, um, Mike. He's, uh, he's a son of Cadabra, but out of the uh, Mayor Pizza Dolce, which uh, a lot of racing fans are going to remember as she was a superstar on the track. She won uh, multiple stakes, I believe even the uh, Kentucky Philly Futurity at uh, three. 
And uh, Bowley loves to win. He's like 21 for 58 now, I believe it is, career. And uh, he's just really uh, been red hot for uh, Team Hennessy. How about that, Mike? It was trainer Dan Hennessy's 1,000th career victory. So uh, his brother Wally gets a lot of the accolades, of course, so with his successful career. Dan, a recent inductee into the Florida uh, Hall of Fame, uh, for the uh, Ushua Hall of Fame here in, in the state of Florida. And, again, his 1,000th training win. That was Bowley's fourth consecutive win. I actually thought he may be a bit vulnerable last night. You know, we have a speed favoring track uh, here at Pompano. Foley had post nine. He can leave the gate uh, enough to get himself in trouble sometimes. He can't really sprint off the uh, wing. So I thought that uh, may spell trouble from post nine. I thought a horse like Sailoretti, who could really sprint off the wings, I thought he may have that tactical edge, and he did. He was two lengths on top three for home, but uh, Boldy got away fifth from post nine, eventually just wore him down. Got it by a neck there at the uh, finish. Uh, you said it 54 and change for the mile, but again, his fourth in a row. Fredder Dan Hennessy's the 1,000th. And of course, Wally had a C, had another big night. Uh, he had uh, three wins last night, three wins Sunday night as well. Now, Gabe, listen, I, I got to tell you, Sunday night, I was a little bit angry with you, okay? Because race two had come up, and, and I, I had $15,000 just sitting off to the side. I was going to bet it to show. And then you cancel show wagering on me. You know, so you know, so 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 what I did was I played a fifteen thousand dollar exacto box five one. No, I'm kidding. But uh, that would have been nice, actually. The two Gaston Leroux trainees finished uh, one two in there. One, yes, two. you know me. I'm a proponent uh, of send it in, and I do not like to cancel any type of wager for that matter. <laughs> I like to, uh, if you're willing to belly up, we're willing to accept in most cases. However. That was uh, a field of five to begin with, so I did originally leave show wager got it. One of the favorites scratched off the uh, track there, Mike, in the last couple of minutes right before going to the gate. Uh, so with a field of four, I thought uh, we may draw in some, some guys who like to bet, uh, you know, they call themselves gamblers and may be looking for a sure thing. And, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to mention any names like yourself. But uh, So we had to cancel. Yeah. Uh, we had the next show wager at the last moment uh, in that uh, spot. Well, I got to tell you, you know, considering it was a condensed field of four and, you know, it's all, you know, like you said before, it's tough to get, you know, horses right here towards the end of the meet. But look at the, if you look at the times and I'm looking at the chart of this race, this race went in 151 and three. These guys, you would think, you know, you, maybe they can get away with 52, 53. They, they put up some pretty honest fractions there, Gabe. No question, you know, and, um, Ironically enough, gas on the road getting finished one two and then he been last week and uh, he I believe is headed north. So I believe this was his last week of action here in South Florida. We just have four nights remaining, Mike, uh, two Sundays and two Wednesdays, and um, not sure what's going to happen there. The uh, top level open, you know, that race, um, you know, could could eventually fall apart as it gets later in the meet. Here we just have less open horses. I think uh, at this point in time, you know, the really the horse to, to keep your eye on here on the grounds is, is Arsenal. He was third in that event. Actually, didn't fire his best punch because he had a, a pocket trip behind the eventual winner. He finished third, beating four lengths. But uh, he was a six-claimer from earlier in the uh, meet and uh, has just uh, risen through the uh, ranks down here. And I think at this point in time, maybe the uh, horse to beat uh, in one of our top paces is going to be here on Sunday night. Gabe, you said you, yourself you've got four nights left to go, and then you've got that super high five to pay out. What's it currently? Uh, what's the carryover currently? You would ask me that question, Mike. And uh, last night actually came a bit tricky. We had five tickets out on it and uh, paid $550 and change. Thought there was a shot that uh, someone could have gotten it all uh, last night. But the carryover is currently 27300 and change. So over 27000 with three programs still to lead you into it. 
So you would have to think, Mike, that we'll be up to the $35,000, $40,000 range if it does make it to a mandatory payout. Of course, we're going to have a mandatory payout on May 31st regardless. Uh, even if that is hit, uh, you know, we'll start fresh and then have a, a mandatory payout uh, regardless on closing night. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Of course, all of our wagers, uh, two weeks or less than two weeks now, May 31st, we'll have, we'll have mandatory payouts uh, that night to the pick five, pick six, pick four. So we're really looking forward to um, to that, again, with four programs remaining. And we've got a tight race in our trainer standings. And we know Wobby Hennessy has uh, drawn far and away uh, in the driver standings. He has um, 253 wins. And I believe a second is going to be Kevin Wabas, and he has 107 wins. So we'll probably with a uh, insurmountable lead, of course, in the driver's stains. Trainer race is going to be tight, though. We have uh, Dan Hennessy, again, who did pick up that 1,000th career win last night with Foley. He's been at the top of the standings pretty much all season here. He's got 46 wins. We've got Jim McDonald, who is uh, still racing uh, plenty of horses, night in, night out. Uh, he has that edge over uh, Dan because Dan only has a couple of horses left here in South Florida. But uh, Jimmy McDonald racing several horses on each program. He's just three wins behind, four nights to go. So that's going to be an interesting race to follow that all the way through as well. Gabe, uh, your good buddy Mike Bozich here. Preakness time is here. Uh, two short weeks after the Kentucky Derby. Uh, good field at Pimlico. Who's, uh, what do you think? You think Always Dreaming could uh, notch leg two? You know, Mike, I think uh, in my mind it's not a great betting race. I mean, it'll be fun to watch as a, a fan. But, yeah, I do think that he is obviously clearly the horse to beat. Uh, if not, you know, I think uh, obviously uh, it looks to be a pretty formful race uh, nonetheless with the uh, classic empire there right beside him as well. So um, not a great betting race uh, in my mind. I do think, uh, you know, if he does take the uh, Preakness, of course, uh, and, and starts to loom at a short price in the Belmont, that, that could become a very interesting race. But uh, we'll be watching and uh, – like everyone else uh, that's just a fan and doesn't have any wagering interests, I'll be rooting for him to take legs in. Now, Gabe, real quick before we let you go, you know, that's what makes the Belmont such a great betting race for uh, guys like me and you because we sit back and we bet against the Triple Crown, but we root for it. And that's, you know, that's the kind of thing where, you know, that's the one time of the year where we where we may bet on one thing, but we root against it. Yes, Um Oddly enough, I have done that uh, plenty of times in the past, uh, maybe with more frequency than the Belmont for a year. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> you are 100% right. I mean, the horse, uh, we've seen so many horses that looked uh, unbeatable coming out of the Derby and the Preakness. Uh, it's such a tough task to take that Belmont. That's why you have to tip your hat to a horse like American Pharaoh, who made it look easy for that matter. But uh, we saw so many chances and so many near misses. Um you know, in the uh, Belmont, so uh, definitely worth a swing, I think, if this horse does capture the Preakness. And we'll see, you know, everything uh, changes depending on who shows up to the uh, Belmont and who does and how convincing this horse is and the Preakness play into it. But uh, I like the mindset, and I uh, hope that we'll get to that point. All right, Gabe, we'll listen. We'll see you back next week. We've got just a couple of more segments left to go, then you're off to the Meadowlands. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, listen, I, we really appreciate everything you've done um, to help out this segment. And, uh turned into one of our uh, best and most fun segments of the uh, each and every week so we certainly appreciate you coming on well, we appreciate it guys not only the sports uh, that you guys have, have shown us which has been tremendous we appreciate all of the uh, players who've had another record-breaking season down here uh, in south florida with uh, in terms of handle and and it's just been fantastic so we we appreciate everyone's support and uh, look forward to wrapping it up in style over the last four nights all right gabe thanks so much 
All right, that was Gabe Pruitt, uh, Mike Bozich. And uh, listen, we always have a lot of fun with Gabe Pruitt, but the one thing about it is it's all in fun. We're very good friends outside of uh, outside of the show. And, you know, we always got to pick on him about his Dodgers. Like he picks on me about my Indians and like he picks on you about your cut. Oh, wait, the Cubs won the World Series. Never mind. So, <laughs> so oh, we can't pick on you about your Cubs too much. But uh, it's been one of the uh, well, most well-received um, parts of our show, and we certainly appreciate having those guys on. Yeah, it certainly has. And by the way, I've gotten about seven messages already. And, and yeah, I misspoke. I know that Tuana Blue Rex is not from down under. Actually, Tuana Blue Rex won a race at Vincennes, Mike. I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, actually Listen, won a race buy at you a globe, Vincennes. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need one. I need a lot more than a globe, my friend. I need a new computer, too. So whenever you want to uh, pony up the dough. Listen, we've got uh, the Betsy Ross uh, coming up. This is... Uh, this is a stacked field, Mike, I got to tell you. I've been sitting on this. I don't know how I've been able to hold my containment over the last hour and 10 minutes, but this is uh, an unbelievable field. We're going to, we're going to announce the invitees uh, for that race coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, but up next, it's uh, we're going to revisit our good friend Darren Ghani. It's been a while since we've heard from Darren, Mike, and uh, when we hear the voice and the golden tones of Darren Ghani, that could only mean one thing, that a running aces is right around the corner, and that is coming up right now on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is the premier harness racing facility and card club in the upper Midwest, located just off I-35 and just north of the Twin Cities in beautiful Minnesota and available at simulcast centers and on ADWs across North America. With live harness racing action on Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from May through September. This season, Running Aces introduces the new 20-cent jackpot pick five wager. For more information, visit our website, Run. Aces.com. Hey, it's Darren Gagne here at Running Aces, and coming up this Saturday night at Running Aces, we will kick off our 10th anniversary season of live harness racing action with a first race post time of 6 p.m. Central. This season will feature the all-new 20-cent jackpot pick five wager in the last five races of every night with a 20% low takeout and a 50% split between multiple winner payouts and the jackpot pool. A single winning unique ticket will take down all the money in this fun and affordable new wager, the 20-cent jackpot pick five at Running Aces this season. Also this season, Running Aces introduces 20-cent minimum wagers on our Superfecta and the very popular 50-cent high-five wager returns as well. The 50-cent high-five or pen effecta will be available in each of the last two races every night. Tuesday nights will once again be home to the $1 night promotions with $1 specials on everything from food items to racing programs to race wagers and even fishing pole rentals at the Trout Air Fishing Experience. Saturday nights will once again feature drink specials and free live music after the races every Saturday night. And as always, Sundays are family days at Running Aces with kids' activities all day long, including face painting, coloring contests, and so much more each Sunday at Running Aces throughout the summer. On the racetrack, Running Aces will host a full program of late closers valued at over $163,000 and featuring the $30,000 guaranteed Dan Patch free-for-all pace on Sunday, July 29th. And as always, 
Our season will play host to the Minnesota Sired Racing Program, valued at over $1 million in total over the summer here at Running Aces, uh, featuring over $300,000 in purses on the Night of Champions, which culminates on Sunday, September the 16th. Track statistics, handicapping selections are available for each racing day on our website. We invite you to visit the website for more information. Once again, the website is runaces.com, and we'll see you on opening night this coming Saturday night at Running Aces. First race post time is at 6 p.m. Central. Running Aces Casino and Racetrack is the premier harness racing facility and card club in the upper Midwest. Located just off I-35 and just north of the Twin Cities in beautiful Minnesota and available in simulcast centers and on ADWs across North America. With live harness racing action on Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday nights from May through September. This season, Running Aces introduces the new 20-cent jackpot pick five wager. For more information, visit our website, runaces.com. All right, and there's our good friend, Darren Gagne. And it's always good to hear Darren's voice because, Mike, that means that summertime is here, and that means that Running Aces is getting back in action. Their opening day is coming up, so you're going to want to make sure you check that out. Good people at Running Aces, Mike. I mean, Ben Blum, Darren Gagne, all the guys up there do a fantastic job of promoting harness racing. And, uh, hey, they've got some new wages this year, so it will be very interesting. We'll have to make sure we check with Darren, and we will on that weekly segment. But, uh, Mike, are you ready for the Betsy Ross? Yeah, let's do it. I'm telling you, Mike, this is no joke. This is an unbelievable race. Okay, this is unbelievable. So make sure your uh, your your tweet fingers are ready because I think people are going to want to hear about this. Okay, here we go. We already we already tipped one, Mike. Nike Franco, uh, the seven year old mare is in. Trainer Joanne Looney King's obviously very high on her. She's won 23 of 40 starts in her career. She's looked so good here in 2017 to start it off. Her last win is back on the 12th at Yonkers as of press time. So Nike Franco N is in the 2017 edition of the Betsy Ross. But she is going to have a tough road to hoe, including Lady Shadow. Now, how good was Lady Shadow last year, Mike? 12 of 20 in the win column, just under a million dollars in earnings. She started her 2017 uh, season off very, very impressively with a win in the Noble Memorial at Miami Valley. So Lady Shadow is in, and uh, she will uh, undoubtedly be the slight favorite in this race. I'll tell you, she's going to have uh, a tough time because this is a great field that she faces, including another horse that has just been on an unbelievable winning streak. I saw this horse qualify uh, Tuesday here at Harris, Philadelphia, Cousin Mary. She has uh, won a bunch in a row, Mike. She's 11 of 13 here in 2017. She's 15 of 29 in her career. She's a four-year-old mare that just continues to get better and better and better and better. Cousin Mary is uh, the Weiss winner uh, at Pocono, is in the 2017 Betsy Ross so is Blue Moon Stride. Blue Moon Stride, a winner of $400,000 last year, including that 49-2 and two effort at the Meadowlands, third-place finisher in the Noble. She was second in that Breeders' Crown elimination uh, in the 53-1 before. A little bit of a disappointing and very tough trip in the Breeders' Crown final last year. Blue Moon Stride's making her third start of the season. She is in 
the 2017 Betsy Ross. So is Mackenzie A., another uh, one of these solid horses uh, sent by trainer Pete Tritton, a very high percentage uh, for win. She's 10 for 27 in her career. She was 7 of 13 uh, last year. This year, she's 2 of 8. She's coming off, of course, the win in the blue chip final against the likes of Medusa and Diva's Image, amongst others. Mackenzie A. is in the Betsy Ross. So is Medusa. This is a horse that certainly cannot be overlooked. She's got 28 lifetime wins. She's 5 of 16 so far this year. She had a great run in the blue chip, including a victory and a second-place finish in the blue chip final. Medusa is in the 2017 Betsy Ross. And so is millionaire Sasa Hanover. She had press time. She's coming off of a third-place finish at Yonkers in her 2017 debut. She was pretty far back at the half, eight lengths out. She came up with a big last half to uh, close very, very well. So she is in the Betsy Ross. And this is the one I'm looking forward to, Mike. It's the 2017 debut of Pure Country. If you remember, she scratched out of the Noble. That was supposed to be her four-year-old debut. But uh, she is making her four-year-old debut in the Betsy Ross. Of course, Pure Country made a million dollars as a three-year-old. She had a great two-year-old season as well. She's got 20 of 31, and uh, it's going to be a big, Big matchup between her and Lady Shadow, but the field's a lot deeper than that. You've got Mackenzie A and Cousin Mary and Blue Moonstride and Nike Frank Edward Sass. This, this, this is stacked, Mike. This field is absolutely stacked. These, I could honestly say, are the best mares in the world right here. Well, there you go. There you have it. You have the three big races coming up at Harris, Philadelphia, the invitees. And special thanks to those guys at Harris, Philadelphia, Mike, you included, to uh, allow us to announce those uh, right here on the show. Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, we're going to sit down with the race office next week because these are a little bit different than stakes races, Mike. These are invitationals. So the pressure is really on. Uh, when you have an invitational and the invitationals of these magnitudes, I mean, the pressure is really on the race office to try to assemble the very best that they can. And I know we talked to Greg Blanchard and Sugar a little bit because the Molson pace is uh, also an invitational. But uh, we're thrilled to have those three big races here at Harris, Philadelphia, coming up on Sunday, May 28th. We're thrilled uh, to have the honor to be uh, at the Molson pace coming up on uh, that Friday. It's going to be a great weekend of racing, Mike. I'll tell you what, that's why we're in this business is because we get a front row seat for races uh, like we are going to see next weekend. So, Mike, I'm pumped. I am just absolutely pumped for next week. And uh, once again, make sure you follow us on Facebook and uh, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and stay tuned to our website uh, because we're going to have some programming information coming up for next week. Uh, As I alluded to, maybe next Thursday we're going to try to sit down with the guys in the Harris Philly Race Office to talk about how they put these races together. And then, of course, we've got the big live show coming coming up on Friday night at the Molson. And we're kind of mulling a time. I think we've got it kind of narrowed down to start time. It's going to be maybe around like, what do you say, Mike, 930, 9, somewhere right. in that Nine, area. 30, somewhere in that ballpark figure. Um, you know, it's a, it's going to be a busy weekend. But, uh, Mike, let me tell you, after the last, the last couple of weekends, I, I'm spent, I got to tell you. But uh, the last couple of weekends have been uh, pretty huge between the Derby and then last weekend. And then we got Preakness and then we got the Molson Pace. So it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, coming up next uh, Friday at Western Fair. All right, Mike. A few things before we let you go. First of all, Mike Carter's engaged. Uh, oh, boy. How did I so, know you would so, that? So, so my condolences to you. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Kate, I hope Kate's not listening, is she? No, she – well, she's sort of listening, but yes. She, yeah, okay. <laughs> Seriously, we kid around, but congratulations, Mike. I know you put some pictures on Facebook, and, and I'll tell you what. Kate's a, a wonderful, wonderful girl. She just uh, she just graduated from college, so uh, she's uh, she's moving on up. And, and uh, Mike, I'll tell you what. I don't know where she found you at, but the boy, you are a lucky, lucky <laughs> son of a gun. But in all seriousness, Mike, on behalf of my family and and everybody here at Harris Philadelphia, congratulations! And uh, I'll tell you what, it's a special, special time. And uh, congrats, uh, congrats to you, my friend. L- l- listen, she found me in the pond out back. That's remember the pond that's out there with the fish. That's where she found me in the pond out back there. <laughs> you're, you're, the you're, taking mid- you're taking a little midnight swim back there. And she no, I, listen, I listen. I was back there and she was fishing, and I grabbed the hook, and man, she just—that's how she caught me. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, congratulations to you, buddy, and, uh, and you know it's it's going to be a fantastic thing. Also, um, and one more thing, Mike, before I let you—you you know, my, right now we are the only Mike and Mike standing because, you know, uh, Greenberg and Golick, the uh, true Mike and Mike, they're done. They're done. Really? That's yeah, ESPN uh, in their budget cuts, I guess. They uh, they have ended the uh, the Mike and Mike show. All right. So, so we uh, we've taken know. over the Mike and Mike show. There we go. <laughs> we, can no longer, we can we no longer have to worry about the, the sweating every time we check the mail. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, wait, 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 it was our real names, right? I mean, you know, I mean, they can't, yeah, they can't sue us for using our our names, can they? Listen, man, not we, anymore. We, apparently, we probably, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, this was a jam-packed edition of uh, Post Time with Mike and Mike. We certainly appreciate everybody joining us. Make sure you follow us on social media and uh, log on to our website, Post Time with Mike and Mike, because we're gonna have a busy programming week next week. Mike, anything else? No, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it. We'll see you next week. Uh, first post on Thursday is 1030. Uh, it's kind of going to be a little bit of an abbreviated show with our show on Friday around 9 or 930 at Western Fair. We'll see everybody next week. Come out and join us at Western Fair Raceway for the Molson Pace next Friday. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Can't stay here I know who